Welcome to Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, Entertainment Weekly's Bill Keith. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming out tonight. Um, you have some great guests. I know you're not here to see me. Um, we have uh, some really special clips um, from Michael Showalter, writer-director Michael Showalter's film, Hello, My Name is Doris, starring Sally Field, and they are both here tonight. Uh, before I bring them out, uh, I would love to show you the trailer of the movie. I hope I don't end up like one of those weird old New Yorkers that chokes on a peanut and dies and no one even misses me. Honey, I would miss you. Get in the slow lane, ladies. She gave us the finger, Ross. Fascist. Give her the finger. Fascist! You go eat some kale. Yeah, you better run. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's tight quarters. I like your glasses. I would like to introduce everyone to the new art director. Oh, hey, Doris. I just wanted another cup of coffee. Let me just get out of your way. Oh! Ah, oh. ow! I'm so sorry. You did that on purpose, didn't you? No. Yeah, you did. Doris? Doris, are you okay? Oh, yeah. He's very different than me. It just seems impossible. You need to find common interests. He's on Facebook. Let's make a fake account. You're taking dating advice from a 13-year-old. She needs a name. Lilith Primrose. Or Lilith Comeswell. Let's just stick with Primrose. Okay. His favorite band is playing this Saturday night. You have to go. Oh, my. Doris? Your outfit is fierce. I dress seasonally and monochromatically. What's your method, Doris? I, I don't have a method. You're a true original. Why, thank you. Niles and I are looking for a model to be on the cover of my new album. Oh. Niles, can you get our digits? Get my what? We need your phone number. Have you got a pencil? No, nah, nobody has pencils anymore. Sunshine. You guys know Doris. She's kind of weird. She's like a good weird. What about you, Doris? You ever been in love? I was engaged once. Really? He got a job in Arizona, and he asked me to go with him. I couldn't leave my mother. It would have killed her. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's OK. It's like somebody stole my friend and replaced her with a wild animal. These people have really welcomed me into the world. Can you be honest with yourself? He's barely old enough to vote. You're just jealous because I'm having fun and doing things with other people and not just you. Your husband died 15 years ago. Move on. You have packets of duck sauce in your refrigerator from the 1970s. It keeps. I'm awake, I'm awake. And I joined the LGBT knitting community. I'm not a lesbian, but I'm me there. You know, I feel that way in Staples. Right? Uh, so without further ado, can I please introduce Sally Field and Michael Showalter. Uh, first up, Sally, I'd love to ask you, what did you love about Doris when you saw the script? Wow, everything. Um, it's not like anything I had ever read or seen before. Um, she's such a unique character, and the whole story is so unique. And I know uh, there's a lot of like sound bites when I'm, we're doing press now where they want to pick up the whole thing of the older woman and younger man romance, but that's really not what it is. I mean, I had a lot of people like say, oh, are you a cougar? I was like, uh, no. Um, because it really is about so many things that really that relate to us all, whether you're an older woman or a younger guy, or 
it, it has to do with just being isolated and not being able to move on into the next stage of your life. Um, of course, I said yes to it immediately. And um, what did you like especially about uh, Sally's interpretation of Doris? Was there anything that surprised you? It's a really delicate role, I think, to capture the true essence of what we wanted her to be. And Sally was always the person that we, we, we thought we most would want to do it. Because she's funny, she's uh, fragile, she's fierce, and she's incredibly lovable character. And she's all these different things. And I just think Sally encapsulate can do all of that. And that's what we see in this character. Absolutely, and also on that note, I think we have a perfect clip in which Sally manages to do all those things in about a minute and a oh, half. Oh, great. Take a look. Um, if I could just, sorry. Yeah. Do you want to get off the ball while I do this? Do I have, do I have bad knees? Oh, uh, oh, okay. Okay. Liking the new job. The new job? Um, yes. pretty good so far. I is guess. It, is it? I feel like I'm managing okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Oh, good. Yeah? It's uh -huh. not too hard? No. Oh, I'm gonna pull it out. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Let me get my back in. Fortunately for us, unfortunately for Doris, this is only the beginning of many awkward encounters. <laughs> so I would just ask, there are so many, um, so many people pop up in the film. Um, what was the casting process like? Max Greenfield was actually the first person to be in, in a, agreed to do the film. He and I had worked together previously. And then um, we, we asked Sally to do the movie and she said yes. Once those two were cast, some of them are friends. Some of them are people that, whose work I just know. But the, com but the comedic talent was just yeah. as astonishing. Yes, and they yeah. were so, I mean, the improv and bringing it all alive. We have Wendy McClendon Covey is in the film and Stephen Root and Tyne Daly. Tyne Daly, um, yeah. Who's amazing uh, in the film and so funny. And, and I, I would just ask Sally, did you and Tyne at any moment uh, talk to Michael to s about anything? Not that you didn't trust him, but to just to sort of say hey, as someone who is around the age of this character, perhaps I could shed some light on this particular scene or this particular angle or this particular part of our characters? Um, there was a constant collaboration between what I bring, what I sing, what my work was, and certainly when Tyne was there, you know, how we immediately fell into a relationship. But but Michael was the the, the third person in that menage a trois. He, he was, you know, he was circling, hovering around <laughs> us always. Um, I'm not, I'm sort of big picture, kind of uh, just making sure that the whole boat is 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 moving in the right direction, but they're the ones who are creating the tiny little details that are memorable, or in some cases, you know, Ty and I remember, you know, was was irritated that the napkins on the dinner table weren't the right kind of napkins that her character <laughs> would have. Well, that's and, a little silly. And I'm right, thinking, really. like, no one's going to be looking at the napkins, you know, but like, um, or, you know, just these little things that make a character special and, and come to life um, is what is what 
I think the actor brings to the role that, that, that I'm not seeing at all. Uh, we have a pretty great clip uh, coming up here that kind of, uh, I think, well illustrates the attention to detail on making the characters. Uh, and here's the clip. Oh, good. She found you. Welcome. Man, this is so cool. I'm such a huge fan, baby Goya. I'm, I'm John Fremont. Thanks, bro. Who are you? Miller. Doris. M-I-L-L-E-R. Doris Miller. Hi, Doris Miller. What'd you think of my show? And be honest. I thought it was a little loud in places, and I could have done without some of the explicit lyrics. Other than that, I thought it was wonderful. I, I enjoyed it. I like you, Doris. Why, thank you. You say what you mean, and you mean what you say. Well, kind of. You're a true original. I try. Niles, what do you think? She looks fucking sick, dude. Right? For sure. I feel all right. Niles and I have been looking for a model to be on the cover of my new album. Oh, It's going to be called Fresh Vintage. Oh, that's nice. Niles is shooting it. He's my photographer. What's up, Doris? How are you in shit? What's happening? I'm just fine in shit. Just fine. That's Niles O'Rourke. He's a major fashion photographer. Niles and I love your look, Doris. Do you want to do this? Um, yeah. Niles, can you get our digits and we'll have Kathy send it out? Get my, get my what? Get Niles, grab your digits. Your digits. What? It's your fucking phone number. We need your phone number to call you and shit. Oh, OK. If you got a pencil. Um, so I'm just wondering how many costume fittings, how, where did it all begin wow. in terms of the collaboration and figuring out who Doris was and... You know, the clothing is sort of... It's 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 really interesting and sort of oddly curated, but it's not on trend. Um, and so this character, who's very shy and interior, speaks to the world through what she wears. When we first meet her, that's her. That's how she tells. That's how her expression is is in is in her clothing and her jewelry and her makeup and her and her hairdo and and then that's kind of all we knew and then Sally Field well, we and, had and a, we had a phenomenal um, costume designer um, named um, Rebecca Gregg and when I when I could put the clothes on and I could start to put the pieces together uh, you know I could feel her how she walked first of all the clothes were unbelievably repulsive they I smelled like an old dead sheep and we shot it in the summer it was a hundred thousand degrees and I had 14 layers of scratchy, smelly wool. Uh, it was like your version <laughs> of The Revenant. You thought Leonardo DiCaprio exactly. worked hard. Exactly. But, it you know, it was worth it. It was worth it because it was who she was. And I, I couldn't, I, I would lose her posture and her way of talking and everything when I wasn't in her, her outfits. And I just, um, having watched the movie myself, um, and you sort of touched on this a little bit, but how did you strike the balance between the sort of belly laughs and the heartbreaking scenes. Um, how do you approach that? Um, hmm. I mean, it, 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 to me, it, was, it wasn't like... A, it just is what the movie was to me. And that's why when we, we talked about it, it is sort of like just going, you just got to trust me. It, it was a lot of just like, I promise you, it, it's not going to... It'll, it'll be right, you know? You see the final product, and in, in a, my hope is, is that people will see that they can live hand in hand, the, the broad humor and the really sad stuff can, can live together. Absolutely. You know, for, um, certainly for me, uh, it, the, the weaving those territories together only works is if you have every moment of it really rooted in, in what you've created as the character, the real, honest, 
uh, emotional place that that character is living at, at, at the time. Right. And, and always being, the minute you're not in a real place, it becomes a cartoon. It becomes a caricature. Right. Well, you both do beautiful jobs of doing the weaving that you're talking about, of those two things. And um, before we go out to the audience for questions, um, I thought I would indulge you with one more scene. Uh, this doesn't need much setting up. It is just another typical encounter between Doris and John that might enter into the uh, fantasy zone. Let me just get out of your way. Oh, oh, ah, oh, ow! Okay. Oh, uh, oh, damn it. Oh, okay. Oh, It's okay. So it's okay. Let me help. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. No. Oh, just... Oh. Doris. God. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Okay. You did that on purpose, didn't you? No. Yeah, you did. No, no, I didn't. You're a liar. I'm not. And that's okay. Oh, I... <laughs> So now you're getting a fuller picture of the film even, so she's not entirely not a cougar. Doris has a very uh, rich imagination, um, and we, we learn uh, in the movie that... Um, yeah, don't give it away. Don't. Those people are going to rush out and see it, aren't you? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Hi, I'm a graduate student at NYU right, in cinema studies, and I would like to know what are some things that have influenced you uh, in your career, uh, films, Actors, filmmakers, television shows, for well, both who, of you. For both of us. Thank you. Oh boy, I mean, phew. we were talking about, uh, earlier today I was talking with someone about, you know, those moments where like you, you're young and you see something and like all these lights just start going off in your head. Um, I have had so many of those moments and, and I'll, I'll give one example and then I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I, I, the movie Animal House, which I saw when I was in fourth grade, um, like exploded my brain. And as a four, fourth grade, 10 year old boy or whatever, but it, John Belushi's character in that movie blew my mind. And, I, and I, from that moment forward, I was like, I wanna do comedy, I want to pursue this, you know? Um, and then there have been 100 million after that, but that was like the first big aha moment for me was the movie Animal House. Not just, the, just in, in the writing, the directing, the music, the soundtrack to that movie, everything about it. Um, so I can't say that I, I had films that, that, you know, were great influences to me. I mean, the people that I loved watching was because I would stay home from school and watch the Ben Hunter matinee, and I'm sure you don't know what that is. But, you know, I would watch Irene Dunn, and I would watch, you know, uh, um, Cary Grant and, and Catherine Hepburn. I, I would, you know, in these films that I would be transported by Barbara Stanwyck, who could do comedy and drama. So they weren't like, it wasn't like a contemporary look at what might influence me. Certainly in my young life, as I was, I, and then I was in situation comedy and it was incredibly difficult to get out. And it was really, I'm sorry if you're a fan of any of these, but it was so moronic. It was so stupid. It would, you felt every part of your brain just beginning to shrivel and die. <laughs> Is there a particular message or maybe like advice that you guys have of learning throughout making the movie or even just now, um, just to anybody older or younger that might feel lost and are trying to find themselves now? If there's a theme or, or a message, um, maybe that um, it's never too late to, to change, be what you to, might have to, been. to start over, to start again, to start something, A, and B, 
It is possible to change. See, it's funny. He has a very different take on this movie than I do. <laughs> you don't think she changes? No. I think she's always been the same. I think people, you know, it's interesting is, is people, their bodies get older, you know, and things happen to their face and the rest of them. But then you, then you venture forward and you find out what you are. You don't change. You actually invite yourself to know That's yourself. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> I felt kind of a Norma Rayish kind of element come out as well as like, uh, is it Malin from Steel Magnolias? And my real question is, are any of the changes that may have evolved in the technology of filmmaking having any impact on how it is in the process of making the film for both of you? Let's see. Uh, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any similarities that I can feel between Norma, Norma Ray or Steel Magnolias, except they're played by the same actor, me. Um, <laughs> Uh, and in that way, of course, there'll always be you know something, some essence that remains the same. But this is very, very different territory than I've ever explored, really. Um, it, the only thing, it, it, sometimes the tiniest bit reminds me of pieces of Sybil, you know. Um, but a moment where I actually shot, I thought, oh no, I'm Sybil. Oh no, we're got to get out of this. We got to find another way to do this. Remember when I said that? I didn't. I said that to you. Ah. Um, as anyway. the, te the technology, I will just say, we shoot, shot the movie on video. The, 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 the technology for shooting on video is, is just unbelievable. I think this movie looks like it was shot on film. It, it makes it easier to shoot a movie, and, and then kind of anyone can do it, which is nice. It's how I got started. I mean, making videos and for no money and putting them, you know, showing them to my friends and on the internet or whatever. Like, that is how my, in a lot of ways, how my career started. Hi, this question is for Sally Field. I want to know, how was the kiss? Oh, you, you've gone right to that cougar land, I see, no matter yes, how much yes, I try yes. to tell you. It, you know, this is what I'm just amazed at. I just have to tell you this. I've been doing this for like, you know, I've been in this business for maybe for 53 years. I'm still like stunned about the kiss I got from Paul Newman. And you're asking me, not that Max wasn't one cute little fella, I'm telling you. But I kissed a lot of guys on, on screen, young and old. He was just another set of lips, girls. I'm telling you, not that they weren't attached to something worth looking at. And I just dug right in. Uh, but honestly, what's the big deal? If he'd, have, if he'd have turned his head and puked, I might have felt bad. But he didn't seem to be hesitant. Matter of fact, M Michael would say, cut, 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 hello. I, I would have gone as far as it, whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, first of all, uh, I want to commend you, Sally. You are fabulous on TV, film, no matter what. I would like to know what is the secret of your longevity and what do you prefer to do most, more so TV shows or movie? And I loved you in Brothers and Sisters. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, honestly, I'm an actor. I'll go wherever the work is. Uh, if they were putting on a, a, a play over there in the corner that I happen to like, that's where I'd be, you know, nightly. Uh, except for Mondays. And longevity, boy, to have a long-term career is so, is so challenging and interesting. It, it, it is about so many things. Um, you know, really riding the lows, because they will be crushing lows, 
but learning what's there for you to understand in those lows. I've always thought it's what you do during that time that really informs what the next part of your life is. So in, in that way, it's a kind of Doris thing, um, you know, allowing those, those lows to not paralyze you, but to, um, it, you know, make you move. They make you move in a direction you might not have wanted to go, might not have thought you were going to go. I mean, there's a great quote, you have to give up the life you plan to find the life that's waiting for you. You have to give up all those images. Oh, I'm going to be this, and I'm going to be in all these movies, and everything's going to be... No, you're not. You have to give up all of that and find what it is that really makes you feel alive. And if it's because it's the work, then where is it, and how do I get to it, and how do I get better? How, do I, how am I so good that no one can say no? So... And then you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, and one day it's 53 years later. Wow. Uh, Michael Showalter, Sally Field, thank you so much for coming to the Apple Store tonight. So, yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Please go out and see it. It's fantastic. Thank show. you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. <laughs>